0: Hey, welcome to Wednesdays in the Word. I'm Dr. Stan, and it's always an honor to be able to share principles with you from the Word of God. Before we get started, just a reminder, if you're interested in learning more about uh, Vision International University, our educational programs, you can find this at vision.edu. For books, mainly books I've written, Dr. Chant, others, it's uh, booksbyvision.org and more information on what I do and blogs and all that stuff. It's DrStanDeKoven.org. Anyway, let's get into our next session on principles of leadership from the upper room. As we've talked about previously, I mean, this is what a roller coaster that Jesus takes his disciples on. I mean, it's we looked in in Luke 22, how Jesus longed for this time. Uh, He was looking forward to this meal. I don't think he was looking forward to the cross but for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. But I think he looked forward to this time. It was time to finish all righteousness. It was time to see the full inauguration of the kingdom of God in the earth. And so, you know, the, the ragtag band of men that he had chosen to be, his disciples had hung with him for through thick and thin, by and large, until now near the end, where... You know, there's this incredible testing of their resolve of their faith. Uh, Do they really believe that Jesus is the Messiah? And as we've already talked about, I mean, betrayal, as it were, was in all of their hearts. They all ran away, not quite in the same way that Peter did with his pronouncements of I never knew him or certainly not of Judas's where he betrayed him for the price of uh, 30 pieces of silver. But nonetheless, they all had issues and they all had doubts and they all had fears. And most of the leaders that Jesus chose still struggled with those issues. And so it's, it's not unlikely that we leaders of the day, of the present time, are also gonna have our doubts and fears and thoughts and concerns. Where's God in the middle of? all of this. And of course, I love what it says that Jesus loved his disciples even unto the end. He, but then he talks about, one of you is going to betray me, but don't let your heart be troubled. What do you mean don't let my heart be troubled? Are you kidding me? My heart's going to be all over the place thinking about, is it me? And of course, Peter asked that question of John as John's laying his head on Jesus's chest. And anyway, it goes on from there. Well, in chapter 15, Of course, remember the the chapter headings and the divisions are arbitrary by by people who have tried to help us understand the Bible better, etc. But chapter 15 talks about I am the vine, you are the branches. You know, Jesus immediately shifts to, listen, in spite of the fact that you're going to betray me or that someone is at least, that you're going to abandon me, the fact that you, you, you guys... You guys aren't getting it in terms of what this is all about, the kingdom of God and, and, the, and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and, and seeing the nation's disciple. They're not seeing any of that. Not yet, not clearly at least. And yet, no, Jesus says, listen, if you, if you just hang in with me, you'll get there. You'll get to be where you need to be if you'll just hang in there with me. So he talks about the fact that he's the he's vine. I mean, abiding is essential and not dividing. I mean, one of the things that's so prevalent today is there's so much argumentation about so many different things. Get vaccinated, not get vaccinated, and on and on and on. Political realm, Afghanistan, etc. The key thing is God expects, I think, all of us to hang in there together. We are family. And we are to work together for the greater purposes of his kingdom. What Jesus is saying, but don't, it, don't abide in your denomination. Don't abide in your creed, but abide in me, says the Lord. It's that relationship with Jesus and ultimately with one another that makes all the difference. He wants us to abide. And leaders have to continuously work on that abidingness, if you will, in relationship with the Lord. That's why our daily devotions, our time of prayer, all of that is essential as leaders because we want to lead from a from a place of a full spirit, if you will, not from an empty plate. So abiding is essential. You know, the fact is, we we tend to become like the people we hang out with, and you know, the, Jesus expected his disciples to become like him to sound like him when they preach, to maybe look like him even in terms of dress. He wanted them to follow him fully. Paul said the same thing, follow me as I follow Christ. And people in this day and time are looking for leaders they can follow. And follow in, in word and in deed. I mean, really, our words and our deeds, they had to try and line up somehow. I mean, none of us are perfect at that. Uh, Jesus was. But the rest of us are doing the best we can. And so, really, humility is important. Knowing who you are and who you're not is really a key. And making sure that you are truly abiding in the vine, which is Christ, is essential. He goes on to talk about, in chapter 15, pruning. And pruning does not make you prune. Pruning is needed. Again, not punishment. We we all need times of pruning. Pruning. You know, I'm thinking back on the, some of the prophetic words that were spoken prior to 2020. Uh, not 2021. By then, now we're talking primarily election stuff and all that. It was wild, crazy. But prior to that, it was that hey, God is going to give new 2020 vision. We're going to see things a whole lot clearer. Well, I think we see things pretty clear. Oh, my goodness, what a mess. But one of the things that's kind of come out of this, as we look back on the prophetic words of God's getting ready to change things and all that, well, change has happened, change is here, is that there's a lot of pruning that's been going on, things that were so important to us. Just a few months back, it's kind of like, who cares? The things that are important, really the things that matter are our relationships, relationship with the Lord, relationship with one another, relationship in our church seeing the mission of god fulfilled i mean it's 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 really knocked away some of the rough edges some of the the fears and the doubts i mean they've increased for some folks and others it's just increased the resolve to serve the lord because hey you know we want more than anything else to hear the word from heaven well done good and faithful servant enter into the rest of the lord I, again not today but you know when our time is done And so I think, you know, pruning is often necessary, but it will produce greater fruit. One of the things I believe that leaders look for in folks that serve with them, it's what folks that serve a leader should also look for, is fruitfulness. Not necessarily in terms of numeric growth or new buildings or things of that nature, popularity, getting more likes on Facebook. But it's more, I mean, are we seeing lives changed, people's hearts transformed? Are we seeing kingdom life happen through the effort and through the ministry? Are we, are we working, is it Emmanuel, God with us? Are we working with the Lord or working for the Lord? Uh, are we doing it on our own? Are we really trusting God and, and laboring together to see his kingdom come and his will be done on earth as it is in heaven? The pruning is necessary. I mean, we've all gone through some pruning. And I think there's probably some more to come, but we know that with the pruning comes eventual productivity and fruitfulness and fruit that will remain. Because really, relationship, from Jesus' viewpoint, is more important than the rules. You know, as you read through this chapter, it talks about love and loving one another and taking care of each other. and You know, really, friends don't let friends act badly true friends, hold each other accountable in relationship, and they encourage and care for one another. They're not looking to replace somebody, stab them in the back. They're looking to lift up and and recognizing that, you know, if, if our congregation may not be growing a lot, but there's one down the road that is, well, bless God, as long as it's new growth, not transfer growth, especially from your congregation. But what we hope for, what we're believing God for is to see, again, the the larger kingdom come, not just our own ministry. Friends of Jesus demonstrate their love through sincere service. And I believe as leaders we have to demonstrate the love of Jesus by our sincere service in the kingdom of God because we've all been chosen ultimately for relationship. You know, Jesus talks about, you know, in this world there'll be trouble. In this world, you're gonna have some difficult times. The world is rough, but we're tough. I mean, we have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead living in us. So we have to remember, we're not alone. We're, we have each other. It, it's who we hang out with that makes all the difference. And again, if the, if the world knew what we have, if they could experience the love that we're able to experience together, uh, I think more and more would join us happily. But it's, it's important as leaders to don't sweat the small stuff. Everything really is small stuff. And it's who's inside you that matters. We have the comforter. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the very power of God within us. So the issues of life, relationship over rules, you're not alone. These are all important principles to recognize even in the midst of the rocky experience of an upper room. And again, the world in which we're living in, it's like an upper room. I mean, we need each other. We need the fellowship. We need to stand together. And we need to recognize that it's the relationship that matters. He says in the word, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it shall be done for you. And this is my commandment that you love one another. This is my commandment that you love one another. You know, in the midst of uh, difficult times, trials and tribulations, it's, it's easy to become a critic or at best a commentator on everything that you see. But really, what God wants is for us to be truly conquerors. And conquerors can see above the situation. They can ha- continue to see things with the mind of Christ. That Yes, there's all kinds of crazy things in our world, but Jesus is Lord. His kingdom has come. His will is being done. We are going to see the fulfillment of his promises. The earth shall be covered with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Well, in our next session, we're going to talk more about this kind of roller coaster, uh, the, 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 what the word means to people. But also, we're going to take a look at uh, some continuing principles from the upper room, especially uh, as we look at apostles' And uh, those that have seemingly higher levels of leadership, even they, they can stumble, they can tumble. But in the midst of it, God is still with them and he will accomplish his purpose. So looking forward to seeing you again next Wednesday.